Welcome to the raw and uncensored Ambitious Podcast. During our time here together, I will be instilling all of the strength, power, and determination you will need to use the very stones thrown at you to build your ultimate empire. We will redefine the word bitch from the derogatory to the acronym being in total control of herself. So let's adjust our crowns and prepare to live life ambitiously. Oh, yeah, here I am, the original HBIC, Katie motherfucking boy. Welcome to the Ambitious Podcast. Today we're going to do something a little bit different. This is going to be a four-part teaching series all about this thing that we call the mother wound. So we are going to do a four-part series. It's going to be really cool because it's going to be like working with me one-on-one. We're not just going to be doing a podcast. We're going to be doing some deep healing work here over the next four podcasts. And every podcast, we're going to break down this elusive, not really talked about thing that we call the mother wound. So the first podcast we're going to be doing today is figuring out if you suffer from the mother wound. And I'm going to educate you guys on what the mother wound is all about. And then the second installment of this is going to be on how to heal the mother wound if you do have it, which pretty much everyone in the world has a mother wound in some way, shape, and form. The third installment of the podcast about mother wounding is how to heal your inner child. And we're going to be doing a really cool meditation. This healing your inner child meditation comes from Ambitious the book. And then we're going to talk about after you start doing the healing your child meditation about journaling and about holding space for yourself and this really cool burning ritual that I do with a lot of my clients. And then last but not least, the fourth installment of the podcast on Mother Wound is what comes from actually healing the mother wound? Like what in your life is going to change? And this is great because I always love to ask my followers and my fans and my friends and my colleagues and my coworkers and my soul sisters and my girls from my different protocols and my different uh, business masterminding that I do, you know, I always kind of crowdsource them because I always want to be giving you exactly what you want, exactly what you're looking for. So this idea actually came from a friend on Instagram and her Instagram handle is LaFaFibo, L-A-F-A-F-I-B-O, LaFaFibojas, B-O-R-J-A-S. You can follow her on Instagram. And she inboxed me on Instagram about the mother wound. And I was like, what the hell is that? And she kind of explained it to me. And I was like, oh, I've never called it mother wound. I've called it other things, but this is so great because I suffer from uh, mother wound. So many of the girls that I work with from all over the world suffer from mother wound. So I think this is something that really is going to change Anyone who listens to this podcast, I think it's going to change their lives for the good, for the better, and they're going to finally be able to heal. So I'm here to tell you that if you listen to the next four installments of the Ambitious Podcast and you do all of the work 
and you're really honest to God with yourself, you are going to heal and you're going to level up in ways you never thought possible. Okay, so I'm not going to be joking around a lot the next couple. I know you guys love when I tell fart jokes and dick jokes and stuff, but I kind of feel a little bit like it is my definiteness of purpose and my mission here on the Ambitious Podcast to come correct every week. And this is a really serious topic. And I have struggled with mother wound my whole life. I just didn't know what it was until probably about five years ago when I really started doing some deep, deep, deep inner child healing spiritual work. And my biggest advice and hope for each one of you out there in ambitious land that's listening to this is that you do the work as well and you heal so that you can not only heal yourself, but you can heal all the women that came before you, seven generations that came before you, and all of the women that will come after you. Okay, it is your responsibility. I talk about this in the book, Ambitious. It's in some of the later chapters. This is one of the most important chapters in the book, in my opinion, because so much of who we are as adults today come from having a mother wound. Okay, so today I wanna talk to you guys about a couple things. Number one is I wanna explain to you at a psychological level what the actual mother wound is. And then I want to kind of, Have you think deeply by talking about all the different ways that you can kind of think about to see if you're actually suffering from mother wound, okay? So this is kind of going to be like a cliffhanger couple episodes, but I promise you that if you follow the breadcrumbs and you actually do the work, you're going to just go to levels that you never thought possible, Okay, so there's a bunch of stuff on the internet about mother wound. Uh, Actually, I am on a website, goop.com, which is Gwyneth Paltrow's. Uh, She has a goop, you know, the whole skincare line and all that stuff. And she does like a lot of deep spiritual healing work. And she had this whole write-up about mother wound. And I read a lot of stuff about mother wound the last couple weeks because I've been getting ready for this podcast. And... Honestly, like this for me was the best one just in like reading aspect. So I'm going to read a little bit of this to you and then we're going to go over all the different ways. I compiled about 25 to 30 different questions or different reasons or different ways that you might be suffering from mother wound. And I want you guys to take the next week from today's podcast until next week's podcast to really just like journal about this, think deeply about this, meditate about this, talk to your friends about this, talk to people that you uh, feel comfortable with and safe with that can hold really authentic space for you. Because I think that part of healing from the mother wound is really like admitting that you have it in the first place, okay? And not being ashamed of it and not feeling like you're pointing the fingers at your mom because you have mother wound. Your mom has mother wound. Her mother had mother wound. And her mother's mother and mother's mother's mother had mother wound. So it's no one's fault. So here is uh, this whole thing about mother's wound. So hear me out. Listen to what I have to say. And then we'll get into the nitty gritty. Okay. So healing the mother wound. We first heard about the curious concept of the mother wound, the theory that there is a wound 
burden, responsibility, whole, passed down from one generation of mothers to the next. From Dr. Oscar Silarash. I think it's spelt like, I think they use, it's spelt like the way I'm saying it, but I don't know. He's Australian. He's a family practitioner in rural Australia. And Silarash has become a perhaps unexpected, but very welcome source of support for moms in the Goop family. So like I said, I'm reading this from the Goop website. The mother wound, as he describes it, is both ancient and modern, entwined in Western patriarchy and also a thought. In other words, a learned behavior passed subconsciously, subtly from mother to daughter. Okay, so they go, uh, they go like down this like whole rabbit hole and they ask him all these questions. So I'm going to kind of read the Q and A's that I think are the most important of this whole interview. Okay. So the first question, uh, that they're asking this Dr. Selarash, Os- Oscar Selarash is, can you explain what the mother wound is? And the reason why I'm reading this, guys, is I'm not a doctor. I'm not a psychiatrist or a psychologist. So I want this to come from someone's mouth that is actually in a more professional manner than me. It's like, I know a lot of shit. I'm somewhat a genius, but I don't know everything. So I don't want to teach this as if I am the end-all, be-all, know-it-all of the mother wound, even though I have mother wound. So I want to really explain it from like a doctor's professional standpoint, and then we can get into like the esoteric stuff afterwards, okay? So they ask him, can you explain what the mother wound is? And he says, at a macro level, the mother wound is a matrilineal wound, a burden that manifests in mothers and is passed on from generation to generation. It's the pain and grief that grow in a woman as she tries to explore and understand her power and potential in a society that doesn't make room for either forcing her to internalize the dysfunctional coping mechanisms learned by previous generations of women. The mother wound reflects the challenges as women faces as, yes, so reflects the challenges a woman faces as she goes through transformations in her life in a society where the patriarchy has denied us ongoing matrilineal knowledge and structures. Western society has had an anti-woman agenda, as we all know, guys, right? Come on. Running for hundreds, if not thousands of years, including everything from issues of social and moral inequality to unjust land rights, voting discrimination, and disparities in positions of power. This agenda tells females not to shine, to remain small, and that if you are going to try to be successful, that you should be masculine about it. I want to stop here for a second. So it's so funny because I was having this conversation with Matt this morning because I was telling him, you know, I'm going to talk about mother wounds in the podcast. And I, we were, you know, I started reading some of this stuff to him and I started to realize, you know, like, for me personally, like I am a go-getter. I am uh, a businesswoman. I am strong. I am powerful. I am intelligent. I am capable. I am courageous. I'm brave. I'm all of these things. And I know that people talk shit about me because I am all those things. I know that they're like, oh, Katie's such a bitch. She's this and that. She's money hungry. She's mean. She's nasty. She can be really, you know, douchey and all this stuff. Now, if my husband 
who is very successful in business, if he acts like I act, they just say, oh my God, he's a great businessman. He's so strong and powerful. Look at him. Do you see how there's like that? It's just so, it's so fucking wrong and it gets me so angry. And for me, um, out of all the agendas that are plaguing Mother Earth and her inhabitants right now, for me, feminism and the equal treatment of women and men are my biggest agenda. Okay. So everyone will say to me like, oh, do this with me and oh, do that with me and help me stick up for this, you know, impoverished group and help me help this impoverished group or this, this powerless group. And I'm like, no, no, I get that. And I want to help you. But right now my agenda, and I think probably for the rest of my life is I am like an old school suffragette. And I, my biggest desire on earth before I die is to have women and men treated the same on every level. And it's fucked up that we as women you know, are strong and powerful and we make money and we do all these things and we raise the children and we, you know, have great boundaries and all these things, but then we're looked down upon it, upon for it. And then like our male counterparts are just celebrated and it's fucking wrong. Sorry, I'm getting a little crazy. (laughs) I get a little, I get a little crazy when it comes to this kind of stuff because it freaking triggers me because my mother wound is very deep, obviously. So let me backtrack for a second because I got off on a little tangent because I get a little crazy about this stuff. Okay, so the agenda tells females not to shine, to remain small, and if that you're going to try to be successful, that you should be masculine about it. In subtle and sometimes not so subtle ways, we tell girls that becoming empowered will injure their relationships. And women are taught that relationships should be valued more than anything else. The measuring stick for women in our society is very different than the one that we use to measure men. Women are taught that there is shame around their successes. This, oh, I just got chills that. Women are taught that there is shame around their successes. This status quo is kept alive through bureaucratic structure, the media, learned behaviors, what I think of as social programming. What happens to developing women when they feel thwarted by society and denied, ignored, and put down? Her energy or their energy becomes repressed and internalized. It must be me. This negative self-talk is cyclical. On a societal level, the mother wound, too, represents females' roles in the perpetuation of this programming against women over generations. On a personal level, it involves our own mother's subconscious involvement in its continuation. So let me stop for a second. I was having this whole conversation with my daughter the other day at dinner. We were talking about um, Cardi B's new song, WAP. And at first, like, I was like, oh my God, I can't believe this song. It's so crazy. And you guys know me, like, I am not a freaking, I like swear, I say dirty shit. Like, I am not a prude. But I was watching the video and I was just like, oh my God, like, what the fuck? Am I just getting old? Like, this is kind of like not, I'm not really having it. And my daughter says to me, Karina, she was like, well, you know what, Katie? It's like, you listen to all this rap music because obviously I'm a gangster from back in the day. Like, I love rap. I've always loved rap my whole life. And I like like 
hardcore rap too. I don't like just like mainstream shit. And she was like, you know, you listen to rap and you listen to like all these rappers and they're talking about all this like crazy shit about like, you know, fucking hoes and doing all this stuff and you sing it in the car and you love that shit. She's like, but then Cardi B pretty much says the same exact thing and you're like looking down on her. And I was like, oh my fucking God, I'm perpetuating the mother wound. This is mental. Fuck. So of course... My daughter opened my eyes to that truth, and I've totally just, in this very short amount of time, like shifted my mindset back to, no, women and men should be able to speak about the same things and act upon the same things the same exact way and get treated the same exact way. And even me, who's like this huge crusader for women, started getting like old patriarchal societal programming shooting back up into my mind, into my subconscious mind, and I started talking smack about another woman, and I was like, oh, how dare you? So Cardi B, if you're listening, I'm sorry. Not that you care, (laughs) but it's not right. It's not right. We have to treat men and women, no matter what they do and who they are and what they say, the same exact way. It's the only way that we're going to heal the mother wound of Mother Earth, right? Not just our own mother wounds that we have within our own souls. We have to also heal the mother wound on the collective, right? Okay, so let me keep going on this. Does the mother wound have roots outside of modern Western society? So that's the second question. And the doctor says, the mother wound has been around for thousands of years. We see it in ancient stories through the trials of figures like Persephone and Inanna, but it has changed greatly over time. The four fundamental functions of mothering are number one, to nurture, number two, to protect, number three, to empower, and number four, to initiate. In the ancient legends, archetypal stories show daughters that have been nurtured, protected, and empowered, but denied their initiation or final transformation into womanhood by their mother or a person representing the mother figure. So guys, think about like the stepmother in Cinderella or the queen in Snow White. In these archetypal stories, the mother wound more so manifests as a mother figure thwarting the attempts of a daughter to become a full majestic woman. In modern society, the daughter's attempts are thwarted by everyone and every aspect of society. Daughters are not given the avenue to become full majestic women. We have had generations of unprotected, disempowered, uninitiated women. Within this lies the challenge of facing issues around the mother wound, which is really a re-wounding, a multi-generational issue of wounded mothers subconsciously wounding their daughters and trapped by the patriarchy. So the next question they ask the doctor is, how can we heal the mother wound? And his answer is, big picture, the solution lies in a ground roots type evolution that reestablishes the matrilineal system and reveals the current patriarchal system for the truly dangerous and harmful thing that it has been for generations. For a start, a core part of the healing the mother wound is also reconnecting with your sisterhood, with other women, with the feminine. It's women being conscious about the self-talk they pass on to their daughters and all of us being conscious of the societal and social programming of our children and finding ways to support our daughters as they develop and understand their power and potential. 
On a personal level, the mother wound is an opportunity for healing and for transformation. Quote unquote, transform does not imply removing or fixing the traumas and scars from our childhood that we all carry. Transformation is about slowly developing a new relationship with what is difficult in your life, such that it is no longer a controlling factor. And then the next question, I love this. What is one way that we can empower our girls? And the answer to this question, he says, is let's be mindful of the way we speak and interact with our daughters and young girls. So much energy in our society is devoted on how women look. Often, if an adult is talking to a child, the default response with a boy tends to be a comment or question about what they're doing. For a girl, the first comment or question more often tends to be around the way or how they look or what they're wearing. It is an interesting example of our social programming. The end result as I see it that boys think what they do is important and girls think how they look is the most important thing. And for me, and still to this day, guys, I still worry about how I look, how other people perceive my looks, how other people think about the way I look. And I don't really think about other people caring about what I do so much, even though that that's probably what I should care about more. Not that I should care about anyone, what they think of me or what they think about how what I'm doing or how I look, but I'm a human as you are, right? And then they go on to talk about, is there a father wound? We can get to that in another podcast. But um, I just thought that this was such an awesome write-up. And I did a lot, a lot of deep, deep, deep dive research um, on the mother wound. Um, And I want to there's so many good YouTube videos. There's great, um, great books on this. There's a really great book by... um, Mark Wolin called It Didn't Start With You. I love that book. Um, there's also a book. I'm just going to look into my books right now. Just I want to make sure that I'm telling you guys the exact right, the exact right uh, book name. So the one book is, I'm looking for it in all of my millions of books right now in my library on my phone. Um, Let me see here. It is, yes, so Mark Wolin. And I, actually, Mark Wolin is amazing. He is a speaker. You guys should actually follow him um, on social media. He's awesome. Mark Wolin. Okay, so the book is It Didn't Start With You by Mark Wolin. M-A-R-K, that's his first name, Wolin. W-O-L-Y-N, okay? And then there's another really great book called Daughter Detox. And this woman is amazing. Her name is Peg Streep, P-E-G, and her last name is Streep, S-T-R-E-E-P, Daughter Detox, Recovering from an Unloving Mother and Reclaiming Your Life. So those are the two books if you want to like read about this. I love those two books. And then there's tons of stuff on YouTube. Um, there, Like you can't not educate yourself further on this. But the last question that I really loved in this goop write up with this doctor at is this question. As we collectively heal our mother wounds, do you think that 
there are implications for society as a whole. And he says, yes, definitely. Our society has been derailed and I see the mother wound as a collective injury that is preventing our communities from healing. So what he's saying, guys, is the mother wound is not just like on a singular level. It's a collective injury. I don't see distant wars and anti-environmental capitalism being able to survive in a world full of initiated women. I often think of the Dalai Lama's well-known quote from the 2009 Vancouver Peace Summit, the world will be saved by the Western woman. I actually talk about this in my book, Ambitious. I see a lot of truth in this, and particularly in the role the Western mother can play. As mothers unite and the sisterhood is reestablished, families can grow closer, communities will regain their identity, and our society could regain its strength and meaning. I love this, guys. So that's kind of a little bit of an explanation in a nutshell with the mother wound kind of passed down from lineage, right? From mother to mother to mother to mother over generations. But the mother wound can also be experienced by having a mother who uh, was had a narcissistic personality, who was wounded herself, who had depression, who had anxiety, who maybe was married to or in a relationship with someone who was abusive, uh, was a drug user, was an alcoholic, or someone who maybe had some kind of, um, you know, a hang up or an illness or a disease or anything like that. Okay. So it's not just this like lineal thing right? It's also uh, from mothers who were unhealed, you know? I think about my mom all the time, and I think about, like, how, you know, how she grew up. I mean, her story is like many people's stories in her generation, where, you know, her, her mom and dad actually had her, she was kind of like the change of life baby. And she had brothers and sisters from my grandmother's first marriage. And she had brothers and sisters from my grandfather's first marriage. And my, both my grandmother and grandfather both lost their spouses to illness. And that's how they kind of met. And then what happened to my mom is when she was born, all of the brothers and sisters hated her and treated her so poorly and abused her because they were so jealous of my mother. And I could go on and tell stories um, about things that my poor mother has gone through over the years, especially as a young person and as a young adult. And even in her relationship with my dad, um, relationships with friends as I was a child, you know, watching my mother, how she interacted with different people that she worked with, different friends, different family members, with my own dad, with her mom and dad, with my dad's mom and dad. And a lot of the things that, you know, she had problems with when I was a child, I adopted those same type of traits as an adult in this day and age. So that's why I have been doing some really deep mother wound work. And it hasn't been easy. Doing mother wound work is some of the hardest and deepest work that you can do. But I will tell you this from the bottom of my heart, if you heal your mother wound, your life will change in every way, shape, and form. And I want to preface this by saying I love my mother. She is 
incredible. She's one of my best friends. Uh, we had a very estranged relationship in the last couple of years. Uh, and I think a lot of the estrangement was because I was healing my mother wound and I was ascending. And I think in a lot of ways, it was very scary to her to see me initiating because even though she wants the best for me, like the doctor said, this world is a bunch of non-initiated women. These women that are waiting for someone else to give them permission to step into their power. And let me tell you something right now. No one is going to give you permission to step into your power. And that is what being ambitious is all about. Being ambitious is about healing yourself so that you can live the rest of your life, the best of your life. And even though my mother loves me deeply, it's hard to see people heal and level up because a lot of our moms, they want to see us in our power, but our power also scares them as well. So I want to talk to you guys today about, are you suffering from the mother wound? So here's um, some different aspects. And then I also want to talk about three questions I want you to ask yourself. Okay. So I compiled this list and I want you guys to look at yourself in the mirror and don't judge yourself and really ask yourself, like, am I suffering from this? Because if you're suffering from a mother wound, you're holding yourself back from greatness in so many aspects, in so many ways in this life. So if you're not living your life ambitiously, you're probably suffering from the mother wound and you're just not admitting it to yourself. Okay. So one way that you could be suffering from the mother wound is, are you, ask yourself these questions and really just think deeply about this. Are you constantly comparing yourself to other women? For me, my whole life, I've been comparing myself to other women, their intelligence, their looks, their affluence, their what they have, uh, physical, uh, what their bodies look like, what their hair looks like, what their makeup looks like, what kind of car do they drive, what kind of jewelry do they have, what kind of house do they live in, what kind of spouse do they have, what kind of boyfriend do they have, what kind of significant other do they have, who they hang out with, where they go, like whatever. And I'm being like totally raw and honest with you guys because I feel like as a leader and the head of the ambitious movement, the best way that you can teach people is to be vulnerable and be honest and authentic and transparent. So if you're judging me for being vulnerable, pretty much go fuck yourself. And I hope that you never listen to my podcast again because it's not for you because this is a no judgment zone. And the reason why I'm truly open and vulnerable is because I want you guys to be like, oh, Katie looks like she has her shit together, but she struggles too. So it's okay that I struggle because I feel again, like we're constantly comparing ourselves to other women. And I know a lot of women compare themselves to me because they think I have it all figured out when I'm just like one fucking ring ding away from the goddamn mental institution on most days. Okay. So ask yourself, are you constantly comparing yourself to other women? Number two, are you constantly self-sabotaging? Like, do you always get to this point in your life and you're like right on the edge of glory? You're right on the precipice of leveling up and doing something so incredible. And then boom, you fucking smack yourself down like a weed. Number three, are you not allowing yourself the feeling of joy and success? So like, even me, the last couple of months, I've done so many cool, amazing things and I should feel so much success and I should feel so joyful. And I'm always like, okay, what's next? Okay, what's next? Okay, what's next? That's mother wound. Do you have weak boundaries? Do you have a problem saying no? Do you always say yes when you really mean no? 
That's mother wound. Do you have low self-esteem? Do you have a lot of self-blame? Like if something goes wrong, do you put all the blame on yourself all the time? That's mother wound. Do you suffer from codependency in relationships? Do you minimize yourself constantly? Do you keep yourself small? Like, so, you know, do you like do something amazing and you go, oh, but you know, if it wasn't for this person, I couldn't have done that. Or, oh, this, you know, I just, this happened because of this. No, 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 no. Minimizing yourself and keeping yourself small is one of the ways that we show our mother wound. Um, do you not use your voice? Do you not tell people what's up? Do you hold things in all the time? Are you a people pleaser, right? Do you run around with yourself on fire to keep everyone else warm? Are you waiting for your mother's permission even on an unconscious level, right? Like I still do that. You know, people are always asking me like, oh, when are you gonna have kids? When are you gonna have kids? When are you gonna have kids? And there's like this part of me that's like, I don't even know if I'm good enough to have children, to bring a child into this world. And everyone's like, oh my God, you'd be the best mom. You'd be the best mom. And like, even though the one half of me thinks like, yes, that's true. There's like this other half of me is like, oh my God, like, I don't think I'm ready. Or what if I'm not a good mom? Or what if I fuck my kid up? That's mother wound. Feeling responsible for others' happiness. Depleting yourself for the needs of others, right? I always talk about this in the podcast, talk about this in my book. I talk about this in my different protocols. Like, you know, you cannot pour from an empty cup, but so many of us, I do that. And that is mother wound. Um, the perfectionism, right? Being the perfect mom, right? Like you're like trying to be the mom that's like, you know, always looking good in the carpool, cuts the crust off her kids' sandwiches, like, some, yeah, you probably are a great mom, but a lot of it probably is because you don't want to drop the ball, right? Uh, another one is superwoman-itis, like trying to do everything, not healthy. Do you suffer from depression? Do you have anxiety? Are you insecure? Are you clingy, right? Do you have imposter syndrome? This is one of my biggest things is imposter syndrome. Like when are they going to figure out that I'm just really like a nobody. We all have it. We all deal with it. Are you overly sensitive? I'm not talking about being an empath. I'm talking about like the littlest thing can set you off, right? That's mother wound. Um, are you like trying to always be the primary caretaker of your children, even though that your spouse or your significant other, whoever, whomever they may be, is 50-50 in the relationship? Are you demanding? Right. So mother wound can be like almost um, mimicking your mother. Like, are you like mommy dearest? Are you like, no, why you hang as ever? Like, that's mother wound. <laughs> Watch the fucking movie. My God. You know, are you rigid? Are you too like OCD? Are you too structured? Mother wound. Um, are you like one of those type of people that say, I have a I have a high pain threshold? Mother wound. Okay. No one should have a fucking high pain threshold. Pain isn't like pleasurable. A lot of people also have a very high tolerance for abuse and poor treatment. Mother wound. Not being your authentic self, right? Like when you're in relationships with, you know, friends or colleagues, coworkers, or even lovers, 
do you always feel like you're holding yourself back from being your true authentic self? Mother wound. Do you have a harsh internal critic? (laughs) That voice in your head that says, I'm not good enough. You're not smart enough. You're not pretty enough. You're not thin enough. You're not anything enough. You're not enough. Mother wound. So those are just some it's about 30 different aspects. There's there's a ton more, but I wanted to use, you know, the pretty much the the easiest ones to kind of ask yourself the questions and understand. And there's three questions to really gain clarity on the mother wound. And a lot of your mother wound comes up in relationships with friends and relationships with like lovers and um, significant love, other type of relationships. But for me, my mother wound came up a lot in friendships. Um, If you guys have listened to the Ambitious podcast from day one, you know, I tell you guys like all these funny stories about all these different friends that I had before and like how fucked up the relationships were and stuff. And I started to notice by when I was doing this mother wound work that Um, I had one, I had a couple of different friends like this, but I had one friend in particular where like nothing I did was good enough for her. And a lot of that had to do with my mother wound. So three questions to gain clarity on your mother wound. So let's just say you have a friend, you have a friend and your friendship is like kind of fucked up. Let's be honest. We all have these friendships that like, you know, no matter what you do, it's never good enough. Um, You bend over backwards for them. You know, you have like a codependent relationship. You see yourself being a people pleaser. You have really shitty boundaries with this friend. Um, You know, anything like that. You compare yourself to the person, successes, looks, etc. Um, you try to be perfect around them. And then you can even like, you can even become the aggressor. You can even become the abuser or, you know, the mother, the bad mommy in the relationship. It doesn't have to be you always being the victim. It could also be you being the victimizer, right? So the first question is, who does this person remind me of? So, you know, for me, this friendship that I had, um, never being enough, kind of like walking on eggshells kind of things. Um, it reminded me a lot of different times in my relationship with my own mom, where like my own mom was going through a lot personally, and I would always try to be the joy part of her life. You know, like if my mom and dad were fighting or my mom and dad were, you know, having like a hard time in their relationship, like I would always try to be like the court jester and the one always trying to make my mom happy and always trying to help her feel good. And, you know, while I don't regret any of that, it's not hap- it's not healthy as a child to be your mother's only source of joy and fulfillment. You know, that's why people have friendships. That's why people have hobbies. That's why people have work. That's why people have significant others and lovers, because it's not just about the child. And when the child's whole life is literally just, you're there just to fill up your mom with joy and happiness and laughter, it gets to be very consuming. And, you know, it's a lot. It's a lot of burden for you to shoulder as a little one as a child, to be your mother's only source of joy. And I'm not saying I was my mother's only source of joy. That's not true. But I I think back of my childhood 
And, you know, like, I'll give you an example. Like, um, there were a couple years of my mom and dad's relationship were very strained because my dad was drinking a lot. And I remember, like, Christmas. I hate fucking Christmas. And Christmas was always a time that my dad was very triggered. Um, and it would make him drink more because of his wounds from his childhood. And, you know, I would always, okay, Christmas is coming. And I would start like right around Thanksgiving, I would start to get like anxiety, like fuck Christmas is coming. Like, is there going to be enough money to buy, um, you know, gifts? Is there going to be enough money to have like a nice Christmas? Who's going to put the Christmas tree up? Who's going to decorate the house? And that's what I would end up doing. Like I was the one that put the Christmas tree up. I was the one that decorated the home. I was the one that like cooked and made sure everything was like a certain way. And for years, that was my burden until I finally, you know, maybe about five or six years ago, I was like, fuck this. I'm not doing this anymore. Like, this is not serving my highest, greatest good. And I started to like be so triggered by Christmas. Now, you know, because I've healed my mother wound in this aspect, we don't celebrate Christmas, really. Uh, we don't do like the normal like blase Christmas that most people do, especially in um, Western society. You know, Matt and I usually will be like, okay, we're going to Hawaii for two weeks and we're going to like eat and drink and have a fucking jolly good time and we're going to live our best lives and we're not going to be stressed out by, you know, running around at the malls and doing all this crazy shit and the stress that comes with that because, you know, Matt and I, we own like five or six businesses in between the two of us, like, I don't have fucking time for this shit. But I felt so obligated. And obligation is a very victim-y type of egoic mentality. And, you know, my mom, about five or six years ago, when I was like, I'm not fucking doing Christmas anymore, fuck this. She was like, and, you know, mom, I know you're probably listening. Don't say I, you know, don't lie now, girl. You were like really upset about it because I was like that source of Christmas joy for a really long time. And then I took it away. And then, then there was this whole feeling of like, my mom's not going to love me because I'm not doing Christmas anymore. And she's not, she's not going to, you know, she's going to think ill of me and she's going to think bad of me. And what kind of daughter am I? Because I'm supposed to be the source of joy and blah, 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 blah. And I had to let that go. So the first question is, who does this person remind me of? And the second question is, where have I felt like this before? Where have I felt like this before? So for instance, if you're having a relationship with a friend and um, you know she might say something to you that like, catches you off guard and then all of a sudden you're like triggered and you feel like you're having like these mommy wound flashbacks, this is another mirror right? A behavioral dynamic that's repeating itself. You know, in a lot of therapists call this repeating realities. It mirrors the mother wound. It mirrors the mother relationships. It mirrors the low vibrational frequency experiences that we have accumulated from having this mother wound, okay? And the last question I want you guys to ask is, why is this behavioral dynamic repeating itself? Why is this behavioral dynamic repeating itself, right? So for a long time with this past relationship with this friend, I started to even feel like certain hormonal cascades when I was around this person, like of like adrenaline and fear and anxiety and depression and like the triggery type of hormonal responses that you get, like when you're in that fight or flight response that you probably felt a lot when you were a child. And I started realizing like, even though I hated it, 
I was almost like addicted to it in the same way because it's like comfortable. It's comfortable to feel fear. It's comfortable to feel depression. It's comfortable to feel anxiety. It's comfortable to feel all the things that I was saying before, the the bad low, you know, boundaries, the low self-esteem, the the codependency, the insecurity, the imposter syndrome, the sensitivity, the, you know, the like I have a high pain threshold bullshit. Because even though it's not right, doesn't mean that in some fucked up way that it's not comfortable and it's not um, like, oh, I know you, old friend, kind of energy, you know? So this first podcast is really about explaining what the mother wound is and then hitting all the checkpoints of, do you suffer from the mother wound? So on the next episode, of the Ambitious Podcast, we are going to talk all about how you can start to heal the mother wound. And that's going to be huge. So uh, La Fafi, La at La Fafibo, you know who you are, girlfriend. Will you please email me at, uh, at A28P at KBMFC.com. Uh, so I can send you out a gift, an ambitious gift for giving me the idea to do this whole mother wound podcast, because I know that this podcast is going to help so many people. You guys, we don't have any uh, type of, you know, we don't sell anything. Well, I sell myself, obviously, because I mean, it is a it is hot to trot, but we don't have any ads on the Ambitious Podcast. So all I ask of you is to share this podcast with everyone you know, you know, put it on your Instagram, put it on your Instagram stories, put it on your Facebook, just tag people in it, share the podcast with as many people as you can, because truly Ambitious is a movement especially when we do this type of deep healing work on the Ambitious Podcast. It's so important, guys. So if you really, truly are crusaders to this Ambitious movement, share this on all of your social media, you know, text your friends about it, uh, send emails to people, freaking whatever you can do to get the word out about this because a lot of people, if not almost everyone in the world, is suffering from the mother wound and we have to heal this. You know, especially right now, guys, we're living in a world where everything is so fucked up, right? But like the doctor said, if we can heal ourselves, we can in turn heal the world. And so many people want to heal all these things about the world, but they don't think about healing themselves first. And by healing your mother wound is the first step in the right direction to live life ambitiously. Thank you for showing up here week after week. I love each and every one of you near and far. And like I always say, see you next Tuesday.